So, hello, and welcome to another panic attack with Big John. Just some random things going on here with the never-ending election. The, the fraudulent, the stolen, whatever you like to call it, election. Let's see what we can sort out. I'm going without any notes because I just didn't feel like taking an extra half an hour to write things down. <laughs> um, we had on Rudy Giuliani's Rudy's Common Sense, they, or I should say he, pointed out in Arizona, they have had like 10,000 votes or 11,000 votes that were not able to be matched with a registered voter or they have over votes. They have more voters than they do do people registered to vote. Um, and also thir over 30,000 illegal aliens voted in Arizona. That right there says that that election needs to be thrown out. You can't assume that those votes were all for Joe Biden, but that's 40,000 votes in a state where there was about a 8,000 person margin of victory, 8,000 vote margin of victory for Biden. I could be a little off on some of my numbers, but... You get the point. It was a, a narrow election. And it looked like the Democrats did just enough to cheat to win. Like they did everywhere. Um, there's also a UPS driver now coming forward that was saying that he had a suspicious package on his truck. May have been a box full of pallets, I guess. Let's see if I can bring up his story. There'll be a link in the YouTube description, or the, pardon me, a link in the Rumble description. Uh, as you know now, I'm, I'm doing rumble.com. It's called Americana, the American Way. And what did I do with that video? Uh, anyways, Americana, the American way. And it's all one word because of the way they're set up. On Parlor, I'm at the handle, the real Big John. Uh, I'm still using Twitter a little bit at the real underscore Big John. But um, for the most part, I'm switching social medias. Uh, I, I'm going to pretty much stop using the uh, political op-ed with Big John page on Facebook. Um, because they won't let me monetize. And I'm not doing this stuff for my health. You know. I've got a string of videos here that are 
deleted by YouTube on my watch later list. Gee, I wonder what those videos were probably about. Probably election stuff. So, this has been the worst run election in my lifetime by far. Uh, you know, in Florida in 2000, you had little pockets where there were problems, where there, there needed to be recounts. Um, and, and had Gore asked for a recount of the whole state, he would have won, which is, oh, stupid Democrats. But they wanted to go to the places where they felt they had the best chance of squeaking out the votes and it's like dude you <laughs> you could have won if you just would have used the brains god gave a piss ant well all right good here's the uh video of the ups driver listen to this maybe so um in total, I saw 24 Gaylords, or large cardboard containers, of ballots loaded into my trailer. These Gaylords contain plastic trays, I call them totes, but trays will work, of ballots stacked on top of each other. All the envelopes were the same size. I could see the envelopes had handwritten addresses, return addresses, and I could even tell that one of that one was marked registered mail that one was off to the side all right <clears throat> they were complete ballots i didn't i didn't think much of it at the time at beth page i was first loaded with two tall gaylords so picture that thing there or or this little representation here but this tall all right so, I was loaded with two tall gay lords, okay, and uh, that were, hold on, where was I at, that had uh, mixed mail pieces bound for Lancaster. These gay lords... Okay, so this guy's from Virginia, and at first I said UPS driver, I'm sorry, it was a United States Postal Service employee. I left out an S, so... It, He's with the USPS, United States Postal Service. ...were loaded first because they would be the last off my trailer. The remainder of the truck was loaded with complete ballots bounded for Harrisburg. So. I then drove to Harrisburg. He's now in Pennsylvania. This video is live from Arlington, Virginia. And he mentioned the city in Virginia a minute ago. And now he's saying these ballots were headed for Harrisburg, PA. Harrisburg with the ballots. Usually I offload in one of the seven docks every day. But not on October 21st. I wasn't allowed to offload. That's different. 
Whenever I pull in the Harrisburg, I go around and I get my dock and I get unloaded and then I roll out. Not that day, all right? Not that day. Instead, I was made to wait for roughly six hours in the yard from 9.15 a.m. to 3 p.m. This really ticked me off, all right? Because my brother was in town. He just moved back up. And I wanted to spend some time with him. I tried to get the attention of postal workers, but no one would tell me what's going on. All of this was weird. I arrived at the at uh, I arrived at about the same time every day. The expediter scans all my seals and barcodes, and they they unload me. But for the first time, or but or what? But from the time I first arrived in Harrisburg from Bethpage, everything got weird. None of that happened. After waiting six hours, I went inside to figure out what's going on. I was told to wait for the transportation supervisor. This was also weird. 16 months I've been doing this. I haven't ever talked to the transportation supervisor for the United States Postal Service. I talk to an expediter. I come in. I see an expediter. That's who I deal with. If I have an issue, it's the expediter. I don't deal with anyone else but the expediter. I never, never talk to the United States Postal Service's transportation supervisor. Let's make that clear. I have my own transportation supervisor for the company that I work for. He's the one that gives me the details. He's the one that I listen to. I don't listen to this guy. He's the guy that would contact my boss if he needs something ran different. <clears throat> I've never spoken with this transportation supervisor from the United States Postal Service. They don't speak to people like me. He's a top guy. He's the kind of guy that would speak to my boss not a trucker like me. The supervisor told me to drive to uh, told me to drive to Lancaster without being unloaded in Harrisburg. This made no sense to me. I knew the ballots were loaded for Harrisburg and that if I was to go to Lancaster, they would have to off unload my ballot or those pallets in Lancaster to take off Lancaster stuff to put the ballots back on the trailer to send them back to Harrisburg. Doesn't make no sense. <clears throat> this was a real screw up in my, my thinking. I wanted, I wanted my ticket. So whenever I go to a place, I and I when I go there and whenever I'll leave, I'll get a ticket. I'll get a ticket, a slip, whatever you want to call it. It's the date time that I'm supposed to be there. It'll have my trailer number on it. It'll have um, how much I'm loaded. It'll have the seal number. It has my name. It'll have who who was the expediter. So I wanted my 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 ticket my slip i call them tickets some people call them slips okay um and then because i was there for six hours i wanted my late slip too because i wanted to be pay paid for sitting in that yard for six hours so um <clears throat> i wanted the ticket and the late slip for stopping at harrisburg also 
I wanted it because if they tell me to take this load to Lancaster, I won't pull up the Lancaster of Harrisburg crap and be like, yeah, they just told me to be or come here and not have no, no ticket because they don't look like I just came straight here, you know, <clears throat> just to prove that I was there. And so others would know I wasn't the person that screwed this up. A ticket is always provided to a driver when they arrive at a, U a United States Postal Service facility. It proves you were there. The transportation... Okay, so let me do some descriptioning here. He, in the background behind him, there's a picture of a guy standing next to a box, I guess to give the media a sense of... Uh, how big the boxes full of these uh, trays of ballots were. And he said that he, the box in the picture is actually shorter than the box that was on his truck. The box that was on his truck, he said, was uh, taller than the person in the, the picture, the artist's rendition. Uh, so the box was over six feet high, loaded with ballots, uh, in envelopes. So we'll, we'll let you draw your own conclusions. What a six foot tall box loaded from top to bottom with ballots. It's a lot of ballots. supervisor refused to give me a ticket and told me to leave. I then demanded he give me a late slip since I wanted to get paid for the time I was sitting there and waiting and waiting for them to offload me. He refused to give me that too. He was this is an independent truck driver. Oh, pardon me. A truck driver works for a private company that uh, apparently the post office outsources some of its shipping to. And... He's saying he wanted a paper trail to show his bosses where he was at so he could get paid. And for the first time in his 16 months of working for this company and delivering mail to these different post offices, he was denied documentation that he was there. It's kind of rude and wouldn't explain anything to me. He just told me to go to Lancaster. I then drove to Lancaster, unhooked my trailer in its normal place, and then drove my truck to where I always park it in a nearby lot, and then I went home. The next day, it just got weirder. As I arrived at Lancaster, at Lancaster's United States Postal Service facility with my tractor, I went to hook up to my trailer. And my trailer was gone. Not there no more. 10R1440. Since I started driving that Bethpage route, I've always had trailer 10R1440. I like that trailer. It was a nice trailer. I know you guys probably don't really know nothing about truck driving or trailers or anything, but the rear tandems had a, if you're driving light, the rear tandems will actually, the front axle will actually go up. 
Um, nice air ride. The garage, the doors on it, were, it worked great. Some of the trailers that place has, you could honestly put it on the back of a carrier and drop it off in the middle of the ocean and no one would worry about it. <laughs> so that trailer I really liked, okay? Um, what happened on October 21st was a series of unusual events that cannot be a coincidence. I know I saw ballots with return addresses filled out. Thousands of them. Thousands. Loaded onto my trailer in New York and headed for Pennsylvania. At first, I didn't think it was a big deal. In fact, I thought it was really awesome. I was, I really did. I was like, sweet, I'm doing something for the presidential race. You know, this is cool. But as things became weirder, I got to thinking and wondered why I was driving complete ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. I didn't know. I didn't know why, so I decided to speak up. And that's what I'm doing today. Thank you. So, we're back. So, we have here a, a regular truck driving Joe saying that he got a shipment of ballots from New York headed to Pennsylvania. The box that he, the ballots were in were taller than a person, or as tall at least uh, from what he described. And he took these ballots to one place in Harrisburg where he usually unloads. And instead of unloading them, they refused they refused to give him documentation to show that he was there. And he just wanted to get paid for his time on the clock and, you know, possibly not get into trouble or not possibly get into trouble for being late. And <clears throat> when he dropped off his trailer, he has a trailer number. He's used this trailer uh, his whole career 16 months and when he went to pick his trailer up it was gone when he left it the day before it was loaded and it was never unloaded to his knowledge so where did the trailer go we don't know where did the ballots that were on the trailer go we don't know he said no one scanned them so these are the, the little things that the Trump campaign has to put together between now and December 14th when the Electoral College votes. Now, some states are being asked to not certify their electors. Some are being asked to certify them for Trump. Uh, instead of Biden. But this is the kind of stuff that they're putting together for this case 
to send up. It's gonna. It's got to end at the Supreme Court, and it's got to happen quick. We're now December first, twenty twenty. The Electoral College votes on December fourteenth. After that, it's going to be very hard to undo this. Um, I'm feeling more and more like we're in the most controversial election ever. We're going to see President Biden sworn in. He's not president yet, but I mean, come January 20th, he will be President Biden at high noon, I think is when they swear the president in. Um, and Trump... He's he's slowly starting to um, feel defeat coming, I, I think. And he is uh, talking about launching his 2024 campaign on Inauguration Day. And that would be most excellent. Although I would rather see President Trump swarm back in on January 20th. Uh, the stock market in the announcements of vaccines uh, has hit an all-time high. And folks, the stock market is not just for the rich. That's your retirement money. When you have a 401k, they invest that money, some of it, in the stock market. That's why a few years ago, uh, 2005, 6, 8, 8. Uh, whatever it was, when the stock market plummeted under Bush, people said they lost, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars in one day, and they weren't traders, they weren't investors, they were people that lost their four hundred one ks went down, and some of them were already into retirement, so that's pretty brutal. So the stock market being high helps us, and it's an indicator of the economy. Um, I still haven't heard the the Black Friday, Black Friday and Cyber Monday um, store reports, but I'm sure online shopping was bigger than um, retail. In fact, I know I heard that that it's going to be a record year for online shopping. Uh, but anyways, that's you know the economy is important. Everything runs off the economy. And frankly, folks, lots at stake here where I live in an area that's been economically depressed since the steel mills went out of business and uh, the shale fracking for natural gas and oil uh, has brought us back. America is not energy independent. Uh, you know, why we would have people running for president that don't want that. Why would we have people running for president and vice president? The world runs on oil. It runs on fossil fuels. If we get out of the, the oil and gas business, it's going to strengthen other countries like Russia, China, why are we strengthening other countries? Well, Joe Biden made a 47-year career of it, voting for NAFTA, wanting to be a part of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, things that all, all things that shipped 
manufacturing jobs out of the United States. The jobs Barack Obama said would never come back because you can't just wave a magic wand when he wouldn't even acknowledge Trump's name. And uh, or Obama said, no, I'm not even going to say his name, but one candidate thinks he can just renegotiate these trade deals. You can't renego just renegotiate that. You can't just wave a magic wand and bring back manufacturing jobs. <laughs> Trump did it. Trump did. He brought back manufacturing. He brought back, or he renegotiated trade deals. But, I don't know, 80 million imaginary friends of his voted for Joe Biden. Shattering Barack Obama's record for the most votes by a presidential candidate. And Trump shattered the record too. He just is at 74 million votes and Biden's at 80 million. But you start subtracting some of these tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of possibly fake ballots and Trump may be even closer or may have even won the popular vote. Um, so we'll see. I, I hope that the House of Representative delegations get to vote for the president and not uh, the Electoral College because that's our last stand for this president. Uh, who well deserves a second term, and America deserves him for a second term. Uh, anyways, guys, pray for each other. Pray for our leaders. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. It's that time of year. Uh, today was Giving Tuesday, so I hope everybody gave and donated to a charity. Uh, Toys for Tots is my personal favorite, but you know, Salvation Army does good work with their red kettle campaign every year where you see the people ringing the bells outside the stores if you have a little folding and jingling currency in your pocket drop it in the red kettle uh, buy a toy and give to a local toy drive or the marine corps toys for tots something help help those out and it's going to be you know the worst christmas ever for some people so those of us that got a little spare you know, jingle and folding money in our pocketbook. Please give. Hey, thank y'all. Praise God, as always. And thank you for listening. Let's play us out with some jams here. Maybe if the slow computer will work. So, hit me up on uh, Parlor. Tell me your favorite Christmas story. Or toy or memory on at the real Big John on Parlor. See if anybody actually listens to this shit of mine. <laughs> <laughs>